So here's how this is gonna work. We basically just um, shoot the We've shit. We've already hit and... record. What do you just let's do it? <laughs> well, no, I just don't good. want no, you to we're be like up. we're wrapping I don't, up. Right? I don't want you to feel like <laughs> there's Great, any. You guys can find me online. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> thanks so much. There's uh, there's not really a format other than we kind of all have shit that's on our minds that we can just kind of bring up as a topic and. Uh, and then just talk about it a little bit. Like me, I have my topic is I'm just jumping right into it. Is yeah, it's um, incredibly selfish. That's fair. sorry. I just you know sometimes you just gotta grab the reins, Kev. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, cause Steve likes to assume he's in the driver's seat every <laughs> single podcast. You yeah. can give me fake reins. That's fine. I'll still I'll still give it a shot. Um, but uh, j- fucking um, Zack Snyder's uh, Snyder cut. Like, like you know, I want to talk about that a little bit if we, if you want to. Um, oh, I, I don't, but I'll, I'm happy to ride shotgun. <laughs> You've got the rain. Welcome to the Valley Cast. So, yeah, yeah. You don't Windows want to talk- are down. Wind's just blowing right through the damn car right now. Can't really hear each other. We talk about everything and anything, usually also always Disney and Marvel in some. <laughs> Wait, I'm looking in, in, your, in the email you sent us on things that you didn't want to talk about, and you're right. It does say the Snyder it Cut. Is- Specifically, just the- That's the only thing it says. I missed it because it's, a- it's hashtag. Yeah, well, it was also Wingdings font, so it was a mailbox <laughs> puppy dog in a building. Yeah, but, but I know me, Wingdings. Yeah, you should be able. To... <laughs> I don't. If you want to, you guys know. I don't know anything about. I literally don't know. I I had to fake being a nerd for like a decade plus on on cable. <laughs> I don't know what the Snyder Cut is. Is that where the cats have buttholes? I really yes. don't. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you know that's. I great, genuinely man. don't know what it, I mean. It's DC. I know that because I saw an image, and then my buddy Rob texted me, was like, "Fucking psyched," and I'm like, "How should I feel about it?" And he said the same. So, so I'll try like, to psyched. Yeah, I just I, I mean, genuinely don't really know what it is. The most interesting thing about it is. Are we is... recording the podcast right now? Oh yeah, we are recording. <laughs> yes. That's so funny. I had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I truly had no idea. That's great. Carry on, please. Wait, do you guys want to do the intro? You should do the intro. I There's no my fucking intro. We, I love doing the no, intro song. we don't have an intro. <laughs> I love the intro We're going to tell song, each other Steve. when we're recording. Come on, do the intro song and I'll, get, I'll record. All right, hold oh on. Where's my slide whistle? Oh, boy. Here we are. <laughs> guys, welcome to the Valley Cast. We're about to do the intro for the Valley Cast. Uh, it's, we, it's just so iconic. When when I saw that, that when you guys did the Spotify EP for charity, I was literally in tears. I All mean, right. Full onion cutting. Just because Kevin asked for it. Thank you, buddy. Thank you. The Valley Cast. The Valley Cast. With Joe and Steve and Elliot. And that's it. Wow. And that's all you need. It's really good. There it is, buddy. <laughs> What's your username on the subreddit? So um, so I, the, the most interesting thing about the Snyder Cut is not the Snyder Cut itself. It's the fact that like fans whined enough to convince the studio to put $30 million into completing Zack Snyder's cut of the L- Justice League movie. I mean, it made Sonic the Hedgehog better, so why won't it make uh, the Snyder Cut better? I know. Isn't it interesting? It's like we're really seeing a time where the audience can truly just scream enough and something big will change. Yeah, I guess it works for movie studios, but not for like uh, industries or politics. <laughs> I right. know. Why? Social change. <laughs> yeah, social change. Yeah, anything of yeah. like real significance. But let me, be- uh, take, if I could take a step back, what, what, the Justice League was a, was a movie. Correct. And it was like DC's version of the Avengers. Correct. It was okay. DC's attempt at a movie like the Avengers. Emo Avengers. Emo Avengers. It came out. Yes. In theaters, and it was would they what they had it needed an extra forty five minutes or something or what was the? <laughs> I I'm, love, I'm really I not love, being facetious. Well, Kevin, I, I love how little you know about. <laughs> I genuinely don't. This is not perfect. You are making me feel so good and validated as a person. Hold right on, now. let me. I need to call. I need to call. I, I mean, I can feel the YouTube comments and negative sentiments totally. pouring over yeah. everything. Yeah, yeah, I can feel it. I just am now old enough to where I don't care. Oh, good man. Um, yeah, yeah. 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 And that Hold doesn't on, mean I don't guys... care about them, uh, any of the uh-huh. commenters as individuals and peoples. It's just yes. this particular opinion. I ain't got nothing on me. Hang yeah. on, I have to call. I have to call <laughs> okay. our. 
have to call our editor and really quick. Hang on. Yeah. Hey, Ryan, can you ditch the thumbnail where Kevin has nerdy glasses with the tape on it? Uh, yeah, yeah. Ditch the thumb. Ditch hey, the thumb. Tell him to use the one where I'm shitting on Batman's chest right on the silhouette. Use that one. Because who cares? Does the bat suit have nipples still? That's, I don't. Uh, I, Sincerely. So so what was the issue with the, the Justice League as the fans saw it? Well, what happened was, was Zack Snyder was in charge of this Justice League movie, and then some uh, terrible events occurred in his life, and then he had to leave the project, and Joss Whedon came on board and completed the movie, but uh, yeah. but yeah. like didn't use a bunch of stuff that Snyder had already shot and and uh, planned for, and so what we got in theaters was like a half Snyder, half Joss Whedon kind of Frankenstein thing, and so people are like, we want the Snyder cut, and that's what the whole thing about the Snyder cut is. Got it. Is it- is that it's stemming actually, uh, from the fact that people hated the movie too? Like the movie sucks. Yes, right? it sucked. Yes, <laughs> yes, that is correct. It sucked. Also, yeah, Steve, I don't really know either. Steve, just so you know, it is Josh Whedon. <laughs> That's Josh right. Whedon. It is Josh. <laughs> thank you. Um, I don't want you. I don't want you to say anything that's going to upset the people in the comments. Of course, thank you. Thank you for You're saving welcome. me before it became an issue. Josh um, Whitman. Josh but, Whitman. Yes. So, okay. so okay. So, Will Wheaton's cut. Are you excited for it, Steve? <laughs> <laughs> Steve yes, man. I can't wait. I cannot wait to see. Wait, are you Will genuinely? Wheaton's... Are you one of the fans that? No, I mean, I'm no. Not one I mean, that went screaming into the social winds, but no, are no, you no. plussed for it? No, I, I, I didn't even see it. I didn't even see the oh, the one that was in theaters. Mm-hmm. The Michael but, Keaton version. But what's interesting to me is is that <laughs> shake it. your goddamn head. Hate it. There was just so much vitriol and like anger and aggression and like nerd rage over this fucking thing. And to the point where like I don't know, it seems like people were like bullied into finishing the goddamn thing. But um well that's my just... question to you then, Steve. Like you seem like you brought it up as not being somebody that wanted it. What it seems like you have an opinion on the rage culture that is influencing uh, pop culture. Um, what's your stance on it? Are well, you... I quickly shifted my my <laughs> my point because you guys don't really give a shit about this. It's just that it's an interesting. Well, that's that's it's not that's not the bar. <laughs> you can't put the bar there. It was gonna just it, so my topic was just gonna be like, no, you what do you guys think? A huge boulder in your glass house. <laughs> <laughs> original, but you guys clearly don't care about it. No, no, no. Look, look. My whole thing was going to be, what do you guys think about this whole Snyder Cut thing? And it seems like it's just, eh, whatever. Who gives a shit? So I shifted to, what do you think about nerd culture being mm. able to scream out from from their computer desks and get a movie made, essentially. A $30 million thing made. I Well, before we dive into that, I mean, I'm pretty excited about the Snyder Cut. I think it's kind of cool that it's happening. I'm excited. It's interesting to see it. for sure. Yeah, canceled. It also, <laughs> I think it's like a great move on HBO Max's part to get people to amazing sign up business and, move. Yeah. amazing. And like how it's like, who knows what that means in the future for other movies that end up being terrible that could be recut. I don't know, but um, I don't. I don't care about nerd. I don't know who they are anymore. Where are they? Where are the? Where's the nerd race? I guess now? if you don't have an interest, if you don't like, have a horse in the race, like, you're just like do I the feel, same. If, yeah. Do the same people who care about the the uh, Justice League are they the same people who care about like Ruby Rose stepping down as Batwoman or Batgirl or whatever? Prob- probably, yeah. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, guys, yeah, welcome to the Valley Cast. Listen, this is going to be a great show because we have a great friend of ours, a lovely man. Someone Wait, is that, this the real start now? Is someone this that I respect and love and and will go oh, to battle with me, Steve? Joe Beretta. Joe Beretta is no, thank uh, you for having me. It's been a while. I've been out of the been out of the YouTube game for a couple of days now and I'm really happy that you guys are giving me a platform to come back and speak my mind. It's great. great. Thank you. Well let's get uh, into it, Joe. You had some some real strong opinions on that Snyder cut. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta say about the Snyder cut. 
All I gotta say about that Snyder cut is like, look, man, this is just capitalism, supply and demand in action. The bunch of people are going, I want to see it. So then somebody's stepping up and saying, hey, maybe we can get them to sign up for what is it? Our fucking third platform that is a paid subscription platform. Come over here. This is where the Snyder cut is. Good for them. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but like, I, did you? Or go ahead, Kevin. Yes, please. No, I, like, look, it's it's not like I, I don't mean to like bleed pure ambivalence on this or on anything. Like, ultimately, it's like, look, if you were one of the people that were upset, what a great win as a business decision. I'm sure somebody had several Excel spreadsheets spanning multiple monitors and said, if we put X dollars here, it will lead to Y signups. And this is earned media, right? They just did a sure. tweet with a photo, and here are a, a handful of dudes chatting about it. So great. Um, I, I was going to get HBO Max anyways because I had HBO. So, right. I, you know, it'll be another tile that I skate past to get to John Oliver. Cool. <laughs> J- John Oliver's Snyder Cut. <laughs> it's just one shot the whole time. A big old monologue. It's Batman the whole time. I I heard that if you have HBO now, it just becomes HBO. It becomes Max. HBO Max. Yeah. Oh. It, it, yeah. That's like the best news ever. So it just yeah, just change. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's- I think it's. Uh, I think it's. I. <laughs> I I think think it's can we, can we talk about quarantine privilege now? Because Steve just said <laughs> HBO becoming HBO Max is the best thing ever. Not a vaccine. Yeah. Not vote by mail. Just the Snyder cut on HBO. Listen, Max. I'm just one man, okay? I'm just a simple man. Dude, I got so excited. I'm wearing a kimono. I, I got super excited yesterday when I saw an advertisement for a spelling bee documentary that's coming out. I was like, this is Absolutely. a whole night. I'm putting this on the calendar. Yeah, it's it's that's where I'm at. That's where we're all at. We're all in it together watching the same shit. All right, listen. Is it- Hold on a okay. second here. God damn it. We're on a ooh, show called ooh. The Valley Cast, and oh, we have yeah. our special guest, Kevin Pereira. And uh, it's very exciting. And he brought Elliot Morgan with him. <laughs> Elliot Morgan, how are you doing today? Doing good. I'm here in Kevin Pereira's back closet. <laughs> um, but it's Thank awesome you for hiding all you. of the skeletons. <laughs> Thank you for brushing them <laughs> beneath the view of Absolutely. the camera. Absolutely. Actually, oh, well, you know what brings it's funny you say that because I actually, wait a minute. There I am. <laughs> Hold on now. Sorry, go ahead. I didn't know you were practicing magic while you were in quarantine, Elliot. <laughs> For our audio listeners, guys, I did a hilarious gag where um, I made my background me. Anyway, back here's to the, the thing. I've been trying to get Kevin on to do a Valley Folk thing for a while, and he's for, busy for literally less than a week. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you! I have literally the receipts. Hasn't been a week. I have the receipts. <laughs> and, uh, and and, and quarantine is the perfect time because no one can dodge anything in quarantine. There's nothing you can say. Uh-huh. That, nope. that will actually work, and then you're just, like, judged from that moment on. <laughs> How were you treated by your friends during quarantine? Well, they never lied to me. They made they actually answered my calls. It was- he only did three of my podcasts. We're not talking anymore. <laughs> exactly. Uh, uh, but but, uh, but sincerest of thank yous for, for having me. It's a, it's a delight. Yeah, we're going to have some fun because we're just going to shoot the shit about whatever we want, really, and then we're going to get the hell out of here and go about our day. Kevin, uh, how is um <laughs> how's uh the quarantine been treating you? We've heard our own stories a billion times. How have you been? Fine. That's don't feel I bad. Got, yeah. Don't feel bad. No. Well, that was the thing. Like it, it became like a, a an unnecessarily heated exchange uh, amongst a different Zoom group where uh, the discussion was like, "How's quarantine been?" I'm like, "Surprisingly great." Now, my admittedly privileged experience during the quarantine does not mean I don't have the capability to understand that it's been tragic and terrible for literally millions, potentially billions. I don't, it, that doesn't negate that. But my experience, been pretty great. Yeah, I've you been training for this my entire got. life. Yeah, you get, you, like, I've been very fortunate. I love Postmates. I figured out how to game like a Whole Foods delivery. It's awesome. Don't have to go to the store. Uh, I, you know, yeah. I live, I live with someone who I actually enjoy hanging out with. I've spent more time in VR. We've, I was very fortunate. All my employees are working from home. They seem to be happier working from home and not having to be organized around this. <laughs> it's been really good. It's been really good. You know, that's um, awesome. I love yeah, to man, hear that. <laughs> it's nice. Cause the alternative is if you 
play if you don't say that then you have to be dishonest and then you're focusing only on the negative but yeah i think we're kind of in a, a similar boat or boat over here where it's like this is actually nice like it's weird now i think my brain's adjusting to being like i don't i'm nervous to go back in addition to all the medical reasons and the scientific reasons i'm nervous to go back just in the sense of like i don't, I don't want this period to end in many ways even though i know it needs to and should and all that so it's a weird it's weird to talk about because you don't want to sound calloused but uh yeah it's been it's helpful in many ways totally agree and that's the, that's the issue is that when someone's asked like how are you doing the answer is fantastic and that's the that's to be honest how is the world doing how are my neighbors doing well that's a completely different answer mm-hmm. yeah you right. can have empathy and still yeah be be okay but you know that's like good. i don't miss from a from, just from a pure productivity standpoint like i don't miss losing 45 minutes on either end of a 25 minute meeting worrying about parking validation and sitting in gridlock mm-hmm. to get to, Amen, from, my friend. from one smoggy end of this town to another smoggy end, you know? Um, I don't, I, I have an office with with friends and uh, dare I say family that work. And I, I don't think anybody misses having to report into a place we can get things done here. So I yeah. mean, look, I can juxtapose that with the fact that I've been grocery shopping and helping out my senior citizen neighbors across the way. And they're definitely afraid to go outside and, we sanitize everything. Like, yeah, but that's a different question. I fucking love a quarantine. Yeah. Sign me up for this. This has been great. <laughs> I guess it's uh, like uh, not so overwhelming for people who kind of were creatures of indoor anyway, you know, of the indoors. Like, if I didn't go out much, really. I liked to. I love Disneyland, and I love going to, you know, uh, the movies and shit. But we were kind of ready to be stuck like this in some ways mm-hmm. if you were an, a reclusive type if you were that yeah if you were that that human um right follow up for you kev is the the um are you see are you foreseeing any like um are you are you taking any experiences from this for example with your work and your work family and stuff like this and do you foresee and this doesn't have to be a this is not god's word from kevin on the record his employees but do you see yourself moving forward with your business and working any differently once the quarantine is over like do you see a lot more working from home and being okay with remote work and all that and actually pushing towards it because it could be healthier and more time efficient 100 percent. yeah i mean it look that we, we there's a, a there's a giant amount of uh of, of uh, I was gonna say resources, but there's a giant amount of money invested in a, a huge space that for the last few months or so has been mostly dormant. There's been a person kind of going in there and organizing things and keeping it uh, keeping it tidy. There's a huge amount of resources in terms of time wasted for people to uh, commute to a thing. So if some employees are happier working from home, then great. I, I can't I can't fathom a world where on the other side of this, a that's kind of that's weird to say because there is no like official other side of this, right, like, even right. with a, yeah. a vaccine or what have you. Like, there's still no real like, oh, it's done now. Should we all go back? Great. It's not going to be like that. We're going to be a, like second evolution of the quarantine Pokemon. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. I mean, we'll, we won't be HBO Max, but we won't be HBO. We'll be right, right, right. Yeah. in between. <laughs> which is- Quarantine becomes Quarantino. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's HBO Go. <laughs> uh, Oh yeah, HBO Go. That's fair. <laughs> that's that's actually the correct answer. Um, yeah, I don't. I I don't. I it's it's. I guess it's ultimately up to me, but it's not up to me. It's up to the to the the, the people that want to put in the work and wherever they want to work from. It's great. I, it, I'm not saying anything new. This it, it is unprecedented. This po- kind of pause would have never happened. You, you know, society, uh, Los Angeles alone, let alone the world at large, would have never gotten together to collectively do this experiment for any reason, right? So, you know, here we are, and we've proved that uh, for all the bluster about needing to report to work and be exactly there on time in a shared physical space, it was mostly BS. Not for all jobs, but not by, by any stretch, but at least for the ones that I have and the ones that I provide, yeah, it's kind of BS. People can work from wherever they want. I feel I think bad. You, yeah, and people have always known on some level that, like, I, don't, I think it adds to a lot of anxiety that people feel when they have office jobs and cubicles and all that because you're like, you know you don't really need to be there most likely. Uh, and if you do need to be there, then you know and it's not bad. But for these people who have always kind of wondered, yeah, it's like this is this is proof now. It's like, okay, we can we can handle this and be happier. Yeah, it's like kind of a commentary on the hierarchy of resentment, right, in an office yeah. space of like, okay, well, one, it's my money. 
too. I'm here, so you're going to be here. Yep. And if you're not, you're reminding me that the decision that I made was actually wrong, and I don't like that because that makes me <laughs> yeah. fallible, and I'm the boss, and I have the money, and I'm not fallible. Be here. See, that's what I was going to say about those companies where they have those Wait, bosses has, that are like... I'm just concerned. I'm just concerned Joe had somehow tapped into my Alexa. Because that is word for word. Before I get out of bed, that's what I'm shouting in the mirror. That is a, the mentality is literally like the the motivational poster behind your desk is I hired you and it's your fault. <laughs> that's on you. That's on you. No, no. I mean, the, the it's the the thing I was trying to say was is that I feel bad for the people who work for companies where their supervisors are like, you have to be here, and and are so like strict about it, and it's a thing, and then they're gonna come back from this world, and then those people are gonna have to either like accept it or go back to being like, no, you need to be here. And because those people don't want to be proven wrong, that 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 it actually can work if some people don't come into into the fucking office, you know? Right. I uh, yeah, I'm not. I, oh, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, that's cute. You guys are cute. You first. You first. Stop! It's a chivalry war. I want to win. <laughs> you're just you're the guest. Go go go. <laughs> and I was just gonna. I was just filling air. Um, I. <laughs> So the Snyder I'm, Cut, do you this, think it's going to be good? <laughs> you couldn't have made the Snyder Cut during COVID. Those editors have got to be together with all the creatives on top of each other. I, um, we, we had about 72 hours of lead time on figuring out how to get 25 people with a, a, an infrastructure that was designed only for an office. Like we had a, this literal server infrastructure and in the meetings and processes, everything, everything was designed a very specific way. We had 72 hours to completely reimagine that. And then LA announced, hey, we're officially locking down. So thankfully we got ahead of that. We're now in this weird spot of trying to figure out again, like, well, how do we, as the city starts to open back up, what do we do? And we're kind of sitting there going like, oh, we don't feel the pressure like we did mm -hmm. on the on the front side of this. We're just gonna sort of hang out and we're not gonna be the, the team that says, well, I'm in, so mm -hmm. damn it, all of you have to be miserable with us in the digi mines getting all yeah. that digi juice out of the digi ground. Like, no, if you want to work from home, work from home. And and the, I, I have had countless days where in between meetings or responsibilities or just in between Google Drive tabs, I've got 25 minutes to 45 minutes wasted on Reddit or Twitter or Twitch or whatever the website is. And at home, that practice has become, oh, maybe I can put something away or do some damn dishes or say hello to the dog or go for a walk, any number of those things. And it's, it's made me far happier and I think healthier. You know, it'd be great yeah. to have this existence where I could still go see friends or not be afraid mm -hmm. to get a haircut. This okay, is a, that's... This is a boring, maybe a boring question, but out of curiosity, what, like, what is your day-to-day, -day, like, what is your routine in terms of how much time you're spending working? Or, and I don't know, this might be a question more for pre-COVID, but, like, I'm curious about what your, your kind of structure is on a weekly basis or daily, I guess. Yeah, uh, pre-COVID, it was like up around 6, 6.30. Uh, try to physically move in mm -hmm. some way that doesn't hurt my old bones. <laughs> um, yeah. Which has proven way more difficult as of late. Um, and then, uh, then yeah, then I would drive into work. I would, I would always send emails and try to do that while I'm supposed to be focusing on anything but. But then it's into, into work. And then I'd be there till like 6, 6.30, sometimes 7 and come home. And a lot of that time was wasted. Yeah. A lot of that was waiting for the next meeting or waiting to get the next document written and uh, procrastinating because I'm blowing off steam with, again, a browser tab I don't need to be on uh, or whatever else. And yeah, it's been so much better at home. I'm sleeping more. I am not, at first it was an immense concern of, of, of uh, any wasted millisecond, right? Feeling uh, the any any demons of uh, being unproductive that would chase you normally were amplified because well, I'm at home now and I've got to really be doing this. And I was I was finding myself sending emails on the couch at 11:30. That ship has sailed. That ship has sailed, and everybody on it is quarantined. They, they probably all got it. I'm it's it's gone now. The 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 so the routine now is I wake up when I wake up. Uh, I kind of move about whenever throughout the day that I want to move about. And again, I don't want to like, I don't want these to be like, it's, it's very, I'm very privileged. I'm very fortunate. I don't want to apologize yeah, yeah. for that. I'm, I'm happy about it. 
uh, I again, I recognize not everybody's in that in that position, but I, mental health is better. I'm sleeping better. I'm being more productive, and I'm having more time to not be productive, which is awesome. That's great, man. Wow. Yeah, it sounds like you're you're choosing to learn and better and become better from mm-hmm. the experience. Um, again. In a, in, a, in a place where you can and some people aren't able to but I think that's healthy as opposed to a lot of the other you know rhetoric that's out there that is just choosing to be angry and angsty and being if it's not like it was it's wrong like I'm glad that right. we're learning from it and I, I think a lot of leaders out there are and I, I wish their voices were amplified just a little bit more during all this the hope and the change and the because like you said it's 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 going to be so different on the other side whatever the new normal is so you guys still think the virus is real <laughs> Absolutely not. This is all. Uh, this is all Elon Musk. It's an experiment. Dude, that they, guy they installed a five G tower just a couple blocks away, so I beg to differer. I just yeah, learned well. about the five G conspiracy. Oh, you didn't know about that? I didn't know about them. It's oh, so insane. God. It's good. It's a good. And they're all the same person. <laughs> it's all the same people. Yeah. Oh my god. You can if you put a hot pocket on your shoulder and walk beneath one, it will be steaming. And and gay <laughs> and also gay. <laughs> Oh, please, Joe. Hot Pockets have always been gay, and you know that. <laughs> but they've never been so brash about it. But they've it. never, yeah, they kept it to themselves. <laughs> I, well. This is my friend Gary. He's a bear. Uh, my name's Joe. I'm a twink. And this is my friend Ralph. He's a hot pocket. It's, uh, <laughs> yeah. We cover the gamut. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, um, look, I, I, the slow, like, I shouldn't say this. I've been watching the slow erosion of social media for a while now. Um, I remember when the barrier to entry to get on the internet was tough. Um, and now <laughs> they've just made it so that, like, if you drool on a phone long enough, it will yeah. access social media. Um, but to see like the level of astroturfing and botting and this, that, I mean, it has, it has ramped up exponentially now, yeah, as you insane, all know. Man. So it's, 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 it's really disheartening. It's really scary. And I think that's like, again, maybe speaking from an incredibly privileged position, but like that's been the really scary thing throughout all this to, was to watch the narrative be manipulated and controlled by everybody for every reason, but to see that manipulation happening, all the bots leaping into timelines. Have you guys tried just retweeting something political recently? <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah. I'll every once in a while take a dig at uh, our glorious leader, and my 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 replies are just like Zach that, Snyder. Those aren't real people. <laughs> um, uh, sorry. Yeah, they're not real. Yeah, they. I, well, they are. Some of them. I don't know if they're bots all the time. I always just assume that they are real people. Uh, who are just insane. So it's the same. Uh, like, what's the, the difference, MO. really? In that, uh, no, yeah. S- Steve. What was yeah, happening to us recent? The... Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Elliot. Sorry. I thought... Well, I'm just trying to like it, the bots usually have like a billion numbers at the end of their name, right? Isn't that kind of the tell? Well, certainly do. Yeah. They've gotten better though, and it happened to us recently in a weird way on our oh, cats yeah. uh, RPG video. Fuck it. Go was ahead. So weird. Uh, Red Ball. St- thank you, Red Ball. Red Ball. Steve, please. Uh, elaborate on what happened on our cats videos uh Uh, you know i uh it was so weird because we would just post a video and then like the comment section would instantly be filled with like three or four comments like right when you post it that were just like these like weird little they were youtube accounts that were not i mean it wasn't English words, but it was like, and then in the comments, it would be stuff like red panda bear. And then another post would say like, uh, Falcon, you know, exposition or something. And it was just like freaking me out. It was like, what is this? Is this some kind of like, uh, like, you know, men in black code or some shit? Yeah. You just activated a small (laughs) army somewhere. (laughs) I thought you were just listing cats names. I thought those were characters. No, it was from like cats. so weird, and it was like every video we posted. There's a dude posted. on meth in a Miata racing towards your house right now because you just said the activation, and he's fucking ready to go, dude. I'm ready. I'm ready. Just take me. <laughs> take um, me to the other so, side. So you guys explored the accounts and found that they were putting that on multiple things, or I don't think we deep dive that much. And when Steve says it's not English, it's like you know that weird symbol where it's like the A connected to the E. It's like to Russia, Elon so. Musk's child's name. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah. exactly. exactly. <laughs> it might have been Russian. I just didn't want to assume. But anyways, so yeah, you trigger an algorithm. You trigger something, and and then it just opens the floodgates. And I thought you brought up an interesting point too, Kev, where it's like you came 
at the beginning when it was counterculture. And then this sharing of information became this like utopian idealistic I think thought of what it's going to be and I don't and for whatever reason unless we were listening to the wrong people it just nobody saw what you're talking about now coming as hard as it did like the people taking advantage of it nefarious people making sure that they can sway elections and and, and change public discourse it's crazy I was very fortunate to get on like bulletin board systems, old dial-up modem days uh, when I was like eight, nine years old and, and had to teach myself computers through that, but finally got on, eked online and was having discussions with l like literal nuclear physicists I, that I had no business interacting with on a bulletin board, but I was able to dial into their schools or whatever. Uh, I got sort of raised by uh, like a, a community that was that connected um, was able to mourn the loss of family members digitally. And, and there was a community around that that wouldn't, that wouldn't troll because, you know, there was less anonymity. And again, the barrier to entry was tough. You had to physically fight with a computer to get it to scream at another computer, to tie up a phone line, to be able to exchange ideas and thoughts and information. And to your point, Joe, it was like, this is going to be what a magical utopian future mm -hmm. when anybody can connect and you realize there is no barriers. We're all the same. It doesn't matter where you're from. We're sharing thoughts, ideas, and games, and criticism, and comments. Oh, how amazing. And look, we are kind of having that right now. But the reality is, yeah, I don't think anybody was aggressively, I mean, I don't know, maybe I was just too optimistic. Somebody was opportunistic yeah. about it and was looking at the horizon saying, oh, how can I exploit this? What tools can I make so that one person can appear to be 4,000 people and spread disinformation, uh, upvote false facts, or really tragic takes on anything yep. so that way when my father is on facebook he gets poisoned thinking oh this is the right way to feel about any number of things from vaccines to coronavirus because look fifty thousand people have upvoted it and put their smiley face that must be that's real a stamp of approval. that must be real and <laughs> it should be the way i feel about it i don't want to be the odd man out and i get that feeling but i've watched him be slowly eroded just like i'm sure many have gone through with their parents or their neighbors or loved ones or maybe they're going through that themselves right now and it's it's really sad and no one was really at least i certainly wasn't looking at the horizon going oh that's where this is headed yeah we forgot that when anybody can get access to the information that means anybody can and a, i think barrier of entry is such a interesting concept to think about because you had to and i'm not saying one side i'm not saying I'm not saying a lot of things, but I I am saying that when you were you had to be smart enough to get through that barrier of entry, and there's there's a certain level of intellectualism with that, and I I think like you said optimism and hope for what you're looking for, but now that it's just anybody and everybody can and easily influenced uh, minds are just getting when we say information they're getting all the information, but they're not yeah. taking the time to break it down and say why. You have know, you? Nobody have... asks that question anymore. I've been confused on one new subject that I see, keep see popping up with the uh, on the conservative in the conservative echo chambers about this voting by mail thing and how like apparently it's the most terrifying thing in the world. But like I grew up Republican and my parents always voted by mail. And then I'm like, look, getting on the Facebook and all of a sudden this is like a banner cause for them. And I'm like, who who put this idea in their <laughs> brains that this is now the bad thing when it's always been fine. And it just like, I can only assume that it's like, it's just, it, you go further and further in that world. And they like, if you get into one thing, the algorithm's going to just keep giving you a little bit more and a little bit more. And then that's how you end up with 5g conspiracy theorists, because they go from a logical place of being like, okay, I'm, this makes sense to and like, there's no, it's like a slip and slip and slide. Sad. It, it, it also doesn't help that, you know, uh, governments, institutions, whatever. I mean, certainly media has bias. We all know this, mm -hmm. you know, and you can kind of pick and choose the poison that you want. It's like facts are facts, but the truth is the interpretation of it. And I'm going to align with whatever truth I agree with, because that reinforces my opinions and doesn't challenge me. To it's ever so much easier, man. It's so Way easy easier. to do that. Yeah, I was a... Uh... <laughs> I was thinking about the media thing, like the whole bias thing. Like, well, they don't, they don't, they only report the bad stuff. They don't report the good stuff. But I'm like, the president doing good stuff is just the president doing his job. That's not news. Like, That's right. be, <laughs> well, it might be news. Should be, he should in always this be doing. Yeah, it should be baseline normality for me doing good stuff. Yeah. So of course, but, but yeah. But you know, like certainly, certainly administrations, not just our current one, previous ones as well, have certainly lied and put out disinformation as well. So I don't begrudge anybody for saying. 
if this was untrue, then, oh, of course 5G is turning the Hot Pockets gay. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually not that big of a leap. Yeah. You can and, get there in like four steps. That's the title of the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Wait, how are you going to put a surprise face on your Put a hot pocket on your shoulder. Oh, yeah, everyone's doing and this. I'm like, I'm like, no, thank you, hot pocket. <laughs> yeah. Hey, guys, a little break for a word from our sponsors. First up, Legal Zoom, Zoom, Zoom. Uh, life is crazy right now. Health and safety is on the top of everyone's minds, and uh, our minds are so full with all of that that they don't have room for all of the mumbo-jumbo that comes with the rest of life and the little intricacies of it that are happening. And I'm talking about the legalities of life and the things of life that are happening no matter what is going on in the world, like marriage, divorce, setting up businesses, all these things that come with piles of paperwork. And LegalZoom is here to help you out with it. They're there for all of your legal needs from forming your business. Like, are you an LLC, S-Corp, C-Corp? What are you? Uh, getting your federal tax ID number, setting up business names. They'll help you with trademark and patent and copyright. And uh, also some of the scarier things like uh, setting up an estate sale or um, a last will and testament or a living trust. If you have questions about those things, LegalZoom has the answers. And thankfully, you don't have to figure everything out on your own because their online resources make it easy to get started. And if you need to speak to an attorney, their independent attorney network is there to guide and advise you. LegalZoom isn't a law firm, so you won't have to worry about expensive billable hours adding up. So take an important step for you or your family or your business today. Go to LegalZoom.com to get started on what you need. And make sure you enter the code VALLEYCAST at checkout for special savings. That's LegalZoom.com, code VALLEYCAST, LegalZoom, where life meets legal. Next up, ExpressVPN. Okay, so we all know how ExpressVPN protects your privacy and security online, right? But here's something you may not know. You can also use ExpressVPN to unlock movies and shows that are only available in other countries. It's like your, your link in Zelda and you got the key to a super cool special chest, but that chest is just filled up with Netflix shows from the UK. <laughs> You're stuck at home. It's only a matter of time until you run out of stuff to watch on Netflix us or wherever you're watching stuff from so the whole week i've been watching whatever i want because i do have expressvpn but i went a step further for you guys and i found a list of shows uh that are available only on netflix uk like family guy doctor who prison break remember that broken i don't know what that is but i'm learning same with class never heard of that show game bros jack irish the series and sons of anarchy which i watched every single episode back in the day and was very very disappointed in the finale but give it a shot Anyways, all of those you could watch right now by using ExpressVPN. See, ExpressVPN hides your IP address and lets you control where you want sites to think you're located. It's like you're a, you're a mind wizard. You can choose from almost 100 different countries, so just think about all the Netflix libraries you can go through. Love anime? Use ExpressVPN to access Japanese Netflix and be spirited away. And that's... <laughs> Some funny wordplay that I didn't pre-read. But it's not just Netflix. ExpressVPN works with any streaming service. Hulu, BBC, iPlayer, YouTube, you name it. There are hundreds of VPNs out there. But the reason I use ExpressVPN, which I do, to watch shows is that um, it's ridiculously fast. There's never any buffering or lag. And you can stream in HD, no problem. It's also compatible with all your devices, phones, media consoles, smart TVs, and more. So you can watch what you want on a personal device or the big screen wherever you are so if you visit our special link right now expressvpn.com slash valleycast that's expressvpn.com slash valleycast i tripped on my mustache you can get an extra three months of expressvpn for free support our show watch what you want and protect yourself at expressvpn at expressvpn.com slash valleycast and finally, with everything going on in the world right now, it's more important than ever to care for one another, whether it's a friend you see every day or family that you don't get to see enough. We can all feel isolated or overwhelmed during the current crisis. So check up on your friends, check in on your loved ones, but also check in on yourself. Give a call, reach out, offer your support, and get their support in return. 
We want to remind you that if you need support, you can reach out to NAMI, the nation's largest grassroots mental health organization, to get support for yourself and learn how to support others too. Visit NAMI.org or call 1-800-950-NAMI. That's 1-800-950-6264. You are not alone. And we uh, here at the Valley Folk very, very much support this message. It's hard to be there for others if you're not there for yourself first. So uh, make sure you're checking in on you. All right, back to the show. Hot Pocket wants uh, to have a sponsorship deal with us after that. Yeah. <laughs> did this? I and I like. Did I, is this getting too serious? Oh for, no! We, no, we get no, to life? no! Because I I beat Half Life Alex. If we want, I uh, we oh, can talk man. to y'all. I, I installed a pie hole on my home network, guys. I highly recommend it. If y'all don't uh, have one, you should definitely get one. I don't know what that is. Will you tell us pie what hole, that is? I'm happy to. The pie hole is a, a piece, a free piece of software that you can install. Uh, if you have a certain type of router, you can just install it right there natively. If you have a server, you can put it on that. If you don't, you can get a little $20. Have you heard of the Raspberry Pi? Mm-hmm. It's a tiny little computer. It's a it's a little nothing of a computer. They're very, uh, you can do a whole bunch of stuff with them. You can play arcade games on them. You can do servers on them, whatever. You can get a cheap little $20 computer, install Pi-hole, and you plug your router through it. And it does take a second to configure. It's not like, just set it and forget it. But once it's installed and working, it blocks all ads and all tracking for all devices on your network. So it wow. speeds things up. It gives you a layer of privacy. You would be, you would be like, we all know devices spy. We all know that. It's a I super had no VPN. I- yeah, I had no idea that my Peloton was calling home 40 times a day. Holy for crap. whatever reason, I don't know. And it's not for updates, like it's to an ad server for, yeah. for uh, telemetrics. Um, the, the your smart TVs, your cell phones, your all that stuff, they're phoning home all the time. There's tons of tracking data going on. But it was just really weird to like browse the web on a phone where you don't normally have all the pop-up blockers and ad scrapers or whatever and have it go lightning quick and suddenly oh. like all the all the ads wow. are bye-bye. Wow. So it's there's very no more weird. data being just shoveled back and forth no. through all your devices. Correct. Whoa, yeah. Whoa, what, ha- what happens wow. is there's a, a a D- DNS server basically. Whenever your computer goes out to get an IP address, if you go to Google.com, it has to look up. Okay, what's the address of Google? It has to resolve it. When your devices ping out to an ad server or to something else, it goes to the pie hole, and the pie hole says, "Oh, I have giant lists of no-nos." And you're an ad server, wow. or you're a tracker, or you're a malware or a phishing site. It doesn't even make it out of your network. And so, so things up. Who's in charge of deciding which ones are are damaging? And- Great question. Disney, uh, Walt Disney. Yep, Tiger. <laughs> well, it's I Iger. love Disney, so clock. I feel Iger's safe. Cool. <laughs> no, Iger's cool. He's not scary. He's cool. Yeah, no, he doesn't he- scare me. He's cool. He doesn't scare me. Wow, cool. what's it called? A pie hole? P i h o l e, a pie hole. Now, dude, you know, the Snyder Cut. Uh, you guys want to talk about you know, <laughs> Kevin? I was balancing Cisco routers, dude, dude. baby. <laughs> I was gonna make a, I was gonna make a dumb joke about how it's you're advertising a product to get rid of ads on you know, and then therefore I can't trust you, so therefore everything else you said probably isn't true, and therefore you probably actually do need you. The five G thing is real, is what I'm saying. That's good. It's a hundred percent real. Yeah. Hot pockets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The pie hole is just like a really low energy 5G emitter. And so oh, yeah. if you wanted to, I want to get it into everybody's home. I really do. That's all I want. Um, but no, it's it's really, it's, it's the dumbest thing in the world. But those are the kind of home projects that I've been doing. No, in that's quarantine. great. That's smart. Because most people don't give a shit that there's tons of data being sent back and forth from their fucking TV and shit. You know, I mean. The, the, and the advertising, by the way, the advertising on like the Vizios or the Samsungs or the LGs is so insidious because it doesn't like every time you speak into like a Roku or your Google Assistant, or your Xfinity, right? They collect that data, right? They right. get the wave file. Then the wave file automatics automatically gets parsed to hear what words you're saying. So it knows Jeez. if you're asking for MMA, oh, they know that in this area, this guy likes MMA. So they're going to sell or, or girl, whoever, however you identify. They're shipping MMA ads to those pronouns, and they're making sure you get advertisements for the tickets. They're doing everything they can wow. because they know you spoke that in your remote. With the TVs, it actually grabs portions of the image that you're watching, no matter what input you're on. You could be playing your Xbox. You could be playing uh, something off of a screencast, whatever. It grabs a still image of your screen and sends it back home so they can analyze it and know what you're watching what? when you're watching. 
that's, that's no. so weird. Oh, yeah. no. My family confuses the fuck out of those advertisers. Because <laughs> it's like porn and then Paw Patrol and then <laughs> porn. And Sometimes they're going on at the same time. They don't know what's going on. <laughs> the porn in Paw Patrol picture feature. <laughs> oh, porn yeah. Patrol. Porn Patrol is now my favorite advertiser. It's got to be a thing. Yeah, right porn next to a Patrol. flashing... <laughs> Marge well, Simpson and Stewie Marshall, Chase. <laughs> we got Marshall, we got Chase, we got Rubble, we got Ryder, and we got Jana Jemison. And it's the best team that I've ever seen ever on my screen. It's amazing. What a weird Venn diagram of a joke. Man, but it's like <laughs> Yeah. Uh, who, who's gonna tell people? Because I mean, like you're you're telling all of us about this pie hole thing, and it's like this sounds like something everybody should have. Yeah, I mean, it also sounds like a trick to make us Google it and then find out that this isn't a thing at all, and all the images are porn. I hold it's basically a lemon party. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Little hot pocket in the back of that lemon party. It's Kevin's Quibi show. The pie is a little bit of crust and a whole lot of cream. Yeah. (laughs) It's Kevin's Quibi show is my favorite joke of the podcast now. That's so fucking funny. <laughs> Everyone go to Pie Hole and check out Kevin's new show. Uh, come on, guys. Listen, it's 30 days free, and any minute now, any minute now, you'll be able to watch it on your TV. You're going to love it. Because we all know that was the problem with it. Oh. <laughs> I, did you guys see the headline that they were blaming COVID Cor- on, yeah. the poor la- yeah, on the poor launch of a thing designed for pa- to pacify people <laughs> for COVID? He, he made it for COVID. <laughs> I, mean, I bet you when they made that thing, they were sitting there in their in their meetings, and he's going, "Man, you know what would really just fucking set this off like a rocket? Some kind of like <laughs> pandemic." Now, I'm not saying I want a pandemic, <laughs> but if we had one, man, Quibi's oh, gonna be Joey. The roof. Here goes Joey with his pandemic talk again. I like this conspiracy theory, though. If you told me part of the billion dollars burnt was on first class plane tickets to Wuhan to like seed a viral campaign to make sure there were enough eyeballs at home to sign up for Quibi. I would say, yeah, Check that, that makes out. sense. That uh, that makes, that's a better use of funds than blasting food at people's faces and making them try to cook the dish based off what's left in their sinuses, which is one of the shows on Quibi. No wait, wait. way, uh, okay. I didn't know, I thought you were spitting that as an nope. idea. So. Nope, nope, they, they because put we're uh, interested. an entire dish yeah. into a cannon Blast it into people's faces, and then they put time on the clock for them to recreate the dish based off of what is in, on, or around their person. Mm. <laughs> oh, Steve's signing up. Happened? Never mind. Is okay, yeah, that's how it works. Hey, guys, like let me sign up. <laughs> you know, I like it as a segment. I like it as a Twitch channel. I like it as, yeah. as anything but a, something I have to pay money for. I mean, yeah, that's it's fair. That's very fair. A, you're right. A Twitch channel is such a more fun idea, and then I'm more interested to see it. Yeah, I'll I'll donate to get items into the blender before you blast it in someone's face. Sure. Yeah, yeah, totally. What about At 12 a- subs, you put in a brick. Great. Of course. <laughs> and you get the Will It Blend guy there to like do a thing. Is he well, still you gotta around? Put his, well, you got to put his ashes in uh, the blender. Oh, that's right. That's then, right. That's right. Uh, I forgot to shoot past. Oh, did he? Oh. No, I don't know. I'm sure he's totally fine. Shit! <laughs> <laughs> we um, just confused everybody. Oh shit! Is he dead? No, no, no. He's not. Wait, but, but he way, might he, be. He wasn't. He wasn't cremated. His living trust said he had to go into a giant blend tech. He blender. wanted to know. That was <laughs> just his final pulverized point. into his own dust. Uh, Honey, well, I well, want to know. I will I blend? Yeah. <laughs> 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 that's what happens when they read his will like when everybody comes together and they're like all right so here we are and they just take him out and they shove him they don't even, they don't even cut him up into sections they just do the, like the comedic thing where they're just taking him full body and just shoving him down and <laughs> like someone's holding onto his legs <laughs> daddy you gotta pulse it i can't get past his knees add more water <laughs> I guess about one fourth will blend so far. We got a ways to go. <laughs> oh, I hope that guy fun. watches our stuff. I hope he's still alive. Actually, I, I hope really, he's still alive too, because really someone—that means someone can show him this, and I'm sure he'll love it. <laughs> he'll love it. Um, <laughs> he'll love it. 
let's see. What what so what the fuck else? I'm I'm losing my mind. What are you guys? What are you what well, are you gents doing with your quarantine? Have you taken up weird hobbies? Are you uh, like have your porn searches become incredibly sick? Uh, what's going on? I mean, I I just Ooh. I'm playing a lot of Animal Crossing. Mm. So the Snyder cut you were saying is going to uh... Listen, I uh I showed my girlfriend uh District 9 last night. She's Oh fuck. It. Did that yeah. go over well? No, it did not. Oh. No way. Oh, no, no, really? Go well. no, In what way... way did it not go well? Well, it's um t- uh apparently it's a, a very intense movie yeah and um that was not appreciated after watching a flower <laughs> competition show for eight hours straight so uh it was too intense it was too violent and i don't get to choose what to watch next for a while. <laughs> Wait, now was this like because that's like finishing frozen 2 and then saying let's put on enter the void like, right did you did right. you go right from flower competition into that Kevin, it might as well have been a crossfade from one to the other. <laughs> wow. Were yes. you just like, uh-huh. I need to see District 9? Or what was that? I was like, I want to watch a movie that has like a story and like a script and like actors. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, and uh, I just, I, I was, oh, and then I know we get bored in movies really easily. So I was like, this will be good. This isn't a boring movie. I remember it being great. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and very fun and entertaining and kind of funny because everything goes so poorly for I that I would contend man. everything that you're saying is true. Yeah. Yeah. And um, and I was wrong, though. I was still wrong. <laughs> I was very upset. It was... It was, the, it was a lot. It was a lot of uh, just... In, from about halfway through the movie, at the halfway mark, she turns to me and she goes, this movie is very intense. And then she repeated that statement about 15 times. <laughs> and just kept going, what is happening? What is going on? Did you guys finish the whole thing? We did, yeah. We finished all eight of those movies. And did she have anything to say minute, when what? it was all it's eight, over? It's eight and one. That's something. Yeah, she, <laughs> did, um, what did she say when it was all over? She just kept breathing deeply and going, whew, yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Thanks. What a ride. <laughs> Yeah. So that's what I've been up to. Do you think that um do you think that with like proper set and setting that it would have been more well received? Maybe, but the that proper set and setting is like who even could guess what that would be. Um I think it was just too much. Maybe after the flower Maybe competition. Maybe not after show. a flower competition. That was my thought. Yeah. 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 Which is pretty boring. I was pretty excited about it, you guys, because I'm pretty into those types of shows, like the Lego Master and the uh, the uh, Great British Bake Off. This is the flower one is not. I would pass on it. Uh, uh, I'll end that part of the conversation, but that's an amazing freaking movie. Absolutely, and- I love it. I love it. I loved it so much more the second time watching, and it has a great moment in it at the beginning where the main dude turns to a worker. Uh, as they're going through and evicting all the aliens, and he goes, "Don't wear a mask. You don't need a mask. You look like a sissy." And he takes the mask off, and then later he gets uh, the guy. Who he, goes, gets you know, he, he gets sprayed in the face because he wasn't wearing a mask. Yeah. Is that not go. a meme yet? That's got to be a meme. Oh, one hundred percent is a meme. Yeah, is it? yeah. Okay. I mean, I, Rogan put it on his Instagram. Yeah, I think his was the like you are. Um, it's like it's a, you're you're less than or you're a simp or you're a whatever the word of the the week is. <laughs> if you wear a mask while driving, that's the one. It's like that's the it's the while driving. But there's no shortage of like freakouts in a Costco or a Ralphs or a, mm. a TJ Maxx over people who feel like it's their right to shop in the private place without the mask. That's there. Is we're the- look heroes walk among us and it takes. <laughs> It takes a level of bravery to. to the, the Snyder cut is actually every superhero not wearing a mask. <laughs> <laughs> Brave enough. Superman has his goatee back, but he's wearing a mask now, so you can't yeah. see it. Well, they take the mask down, and then the cat buttholes are just where their mouths are. <laughs> oh my God. I don't want that. Yeah, I, I think, you know, CDC guidelines dictate that I think all three of you, uh, your facial hair, not good for the personal protective equipment. I you're, know. you're not PPE oh, certified. I didn't There's know. gaps because of the facial hair. I didn't it's hear so that. Really- you just gave me a reason to shave. Mustache is okay though, apparently. Uh, the mustache, I, it can be okay. I don't. I don't think you're supposed to. Know. Yeah, probably you if it fucking. Who knows? Wow, just I didn't take know a that. trip to Costco, Kevin. <laughs> 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 I'll just have, have the boy guys, do all my shopping for me. Have you guys gone <laughs> to the store? Have you done? Because I was doing all delivery stuff for a long while, and then yeah, I started I, going for for my neighbor. 
I got I got family. I got people that I created with my body, and I have to feed them. And so I've gone. I've gone average yeah. like. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't huh. gonna say it. You guys don't want to have to he- like. It's worse to have to hear about them wanting to eat than actually feeding them. Um, yeah, that's fair. Uh, so I've had to go probably on average every two weeks, and it started out with a lot of anxiety at first, but now it's just kind of become the normal. And it's it's not it's not fun. It's you know you got to one you're worried about yourself, and then two you're worried about everybody else that's there and who's who's doing it right. And then you get home, and it's not put the stuff away. It's Take everything out one by one, sanitize the hell out of right. it. And, Purell and, deluge. Yeah. And, yeah. When you guys yep. start shopping for a family of four, you'll realize how much fucking food that is every two weeks. It's not fun. And for me, that should be any day now. I've got, Alana's gonna about to pop, so... We're... <laughs> yeah, we're doing mostly the Amazon, uh, direct Amazon. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, was, I, I was Amazon Postmates, but I did, like, I went to the, the, the old TJ's. I saw what Joe was trading, and uh, I found people were way, way more polite. Yeah. They're very nice. They're very nice. Yeah. yeah and and, and, and the arrows dictating where you go through the store. I'm like, I'm not mad at that. And mm-hmm. I don't need somebody breathing down my neck while I'm impulse buying, you know, gluten-free gum. Uh, yeah. It's we fine that you're a... six feet away. <laughs> I don't. When we, when we were in Palm Springs, we, we went to a Walmart and um, I have not been to a Walmart in quite some time. And that was awful. And it, it, there was because the prices were so low, the prices were so low. And I don't, it's disgusting. I don't like deals, I don't like saving money. Uh, Have you seen how far they rolled them back? It's ridiculous. I don't like uh, savings in my face. It's a little too far, is all I'm saying. Maybe whatever you, you can't beat the prices, they know what they're doing. Uh, but we walked in ruining communities. That's what they're doing <laughs> yeah. with their anti-competitive with their precedents. Sorry. Yes. yes. Sorry. Sorry. They're, they're helping working families lo- save money and lose jobs. It's it all pays off. Now. Um, but the uh, yeah, Kevin. Just in. so you know, every time you get political, we fill your quadrant in with a commercial for the Snyder Cut. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we've got almost all of Aquaman in there now. He's, um, we just need a little listen, bit more. <laughs> but listen, we, no, sorry, we walked in to the Walmart, and there was a hamster uh, loose. And, <laughs> and, in a vest, and it was greeting you. But no, there was just... You're thinking of Ralph. Yeah, not Ralph. This was a Welcome full hamster, and it was running around, and it looked like Instagram like leaked into Walmart because it was so cute and adorable and on its own just walked like jumping down the, the thing and I was like I'm wearing a mask and everyone's staying socially distant and I was like I want to get this hamster like really bad like I want to kind of <laughs> hold this hamster and so I start going toward the hamster and then someone else comes and then social distancing I was like Oop. and then this woman who was kind of let's say rough around the edges maybe a Walmart person if we're talking colloquially she grabbed the hamster and I was like dang I really wanted that and hamster. she ate it and I was yeah and then it occurred to me I was like I was under my mask I was like yes took the hamster. <laughs> yeah, I wanted, really wanted to like pet that hamster. Like I haven't seen a hamster stozing like a kid, and I was so excited. But then we never saw the hamster again, and we never heard uh, the intercom uh, say that someone lost a hamster. And this and, was not this woman's hamster. And so this was a dream you had last night. <laughs> <laughs> so let's uh, let's Walmart this bat and roll it back a little bit. So. <laughs> Hamster. That's the end of the podcast. Hamster in Walmart because Walmart ain't selling hamsters means either that hamster was ferried in. This was a a hamster that got like five one of those feral soup. hamsters. Yeah. yeah, feral hamster out on the lamb got out and like traveled outside of the house or went to pet, Walmart. Yeah, PetSmart next door. That there should not be a hamster. What the how is there a hamster? My first thought was that they that Walmart must sell hamsters. Uh, and then Grace was like, Walmart doesn't sell hamsters. And I was like, yeah, of course Walmart doesn't sell hamsters. I know that. I was just <laughs> Is there a, a chance, I, I think that, that it grew up in Walmart and there's a Walmart hamster. <laughs> That's the mayor of Walmart. He's That's a little... the mayor of Walmart. <laughs> you found the underground inside the wall society of Walmart and you took their mayor. <laughs> Is it possible, Elliot? Like Is the there a chance? <laughs> Is there a chance that that was not a hamster? 
<laughs> that was going to be my question. Like maybe it was like, uh, you know, pizza rats adorable. Could it have been um, some other sort of vermit that maybe had its uh, tail cropped or cut off? Guys, run listen. over by a shopping cart. Listen to me. Picture the cutest hamster you've ever seen in your like whole life. Like a little life. teddy bear hamster. Right. And then, but all around it, Walmart. That's what this was. <laughs> this so, was this was like a pure. This should this should have been a hamster at like a hamster show, like a dog show, but for hamsters. It was a perfect hamster. It looked like it did its hair that morning. It I mean, I, so, I I have a I have an issue with you just being a casual observer of this and had no no further inquiry about it for anyone in the area whatsoever. Like I know we're in a quarantine. We needed to be staying away from people. But if it were me and someone else grabbed that hamster, I would have gone up to that woman and asked her what the fuck is going on. <laughs> no, she went toward she was going toward the Walmart workers and looking for a, a Walmart worker. So but it was someone so who didn't. So it was out of my hands. <laughs> absolutely but I love that it's like as soon as it's out of your eye line, it's mm, like forget it. <laughs> the moment someone else comes in and says, Let me protect this thing, mm, fine, have fun. You're you wanna out. be the hero? You go be the hero. Like I wouldn't be I'm able to. I'm gonna go leave. save money. Personally, I wouldn't be able to leave that Walmart without some sort of explanation. You should go into a Walmart and see how badly you want to leave the moment you walk in. It takes oh, more yeah, than a hamster yeah. to keep I, you there. I wouldn't be going into a Walmart. It was like oxygen tanks. Like, it hasn't changed at all. I, it, you know, Does it I'm still smell like pancake syrup in there? <laughs> <laughs> Every Walmart smells like waffle, like waffles or something. Yeah, what? it definitely had the Walmart stench. But. There's a Walmart in Joshua Tree, which um, it's like the it's the only place to really stock up on all the alcohol that you need. But they had essentially uh, a McPrison because it was a McDonald's <laughs> jammed inside the Walmart. But then yeah. uh, late at night, they close off uh, like most of the entrance to it. And it's literally steel bars that come down to separate <laughs> like the checkout area from the McDonald's. And we happen to be... Um, coming down from psychedelics, uh, myself and about six <laughs> others. And we were like, we got to get foam swords and light up toys and some nuggets because we're going to go back to the house. So we should really stock up. Absolutely. And we wandered into the Walmart and we were at the counter ordering our nuggets as the steel bars began to descend. And I almost lost a good friend that day because <laughs> the panic and the neck scratching of the, are we going to be trapped in this all day? <laughs> And also the casual drop of Mick Prison was fantastic. <laughs> laughing, which added to the fear and paranoia of like, you all know something that I don't know. The bars are coming down. You're laughing at me. I feel trapped. We just want our 50 piece McNuggets. Um, it was you were on, were you on psychedelics at the time or you were coming down? So you were kind of. We were, yeah, we were, I mean, we were, we were good enough to, to commute to the Walmart to sort of go yeah. inside and handle the nugget purchase, at least the driver <laughs> was. Uh, my friend clearly was not. Yeah. And, um, you know, so we missed that... the sunset that night. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is that the McPrison that has the Guantanamo play place? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. I don't even that's uh, yeah, you can form you can form a Mick pyramid with the hamburger at the base. Uh, um, there's a there's a waterboarding there. station for kids. <laughs> yeah, sweet and sour sauce. <laughs> Good God! All right, well, uh, listen, we've we've well, nearly, thanks, everyone. Uh, we've nearly killed an hour. <laughs> we've killed an hour talking about absolute we nonsense, but. An hour. But having so, <laughs> yeah, that was the mission. We wanted Just to, to kill. Clear, and I, I don't want to paraphrase, but I'm going to. If you rewind to what one of the three false starts we had, Steve said, "No, this is going to be great. We're going to like chat for a minute about nothing, and then we get to go and do anything but this." <laughs> is basically what you said. Like part of your setup for what a good time we're going to have is us being done with this. Time. Yes. <laughs> and I want to take this yes. moment to thank our sponsors. This one is brought to you by <laughs> Piehole. <laughs> The old pile. Wait, real quick, Kev, 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 Kev. Uh, uh, we haven't, we, we didn't do the normal thing that you normally do on these things. But like, what are you up to right now? Is there anything you want to kick to before you go? Projects, all that stuff. Come Nothing. on, thing. No, I, if you, if um, if you are a, if a child at heart, or if you have children, we make a show for Disney on uh, the old Disney XD and soon to be the Disney Plus. I think uh, maybe I broke an NDA. 
but it's a show called Player Select. <laughs> you may like it, you may absolutely hate it, but that's like most things in this world. I'd rather you feel some way about it passionately than uh, the way <laughs> feel I feel something. about Snyder Cut. <laughs> Just feel something. Please hate it or please love it. Don't be ambivalent, but it's called Player Select. It's on Disney. You can watch it. That's the thing that we make. Um, yeah. Otherwise, uh, no, hanging out, having a good time. Kevin, you're a lovely, well-spoken human being. It's been nice having you on this podcast. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Thank you. It was a pleasure to be here. Thank you for having me. I wish you all the 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 best, safeness yeah. and happiness and healthiness. And um, yeah, I'm not well-spoken. You just saw it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, do you want to hang out? <laughs> uh, no, I got, a, I got a hamster to chase. I'm sorry. I got to get... What? <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for coming on the show, Kevin. Do you want to thanks point anybody me. to your socials or anything? Or uh, I'm at Attack on on Twitter. There you go. Cool, All right. All right. Well, yeah. thank you, my friend. I miss you so much, and I'm so happy to get to joke with you, you and laugh. Do, it's do always laughs. Do y'all poker? Do you guys do the pokers? We can no, do, Ellie, the pokers. So let's po- do the poker. I'll do the poker. You haven't poker? done it in a while, but yeah, I'd get back into it. Yeah. I have a I have a group on a on an app, so I'll I'll send it out. We do oh, every Monday. Oh shit! I'll do That's it. so cool. fun. We'll be you guys okay with people that app. aren't like like super good at it, but just want to hang out? Like you, you okay with that? Percent. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's there there's like two or three people that are pretty decent, but there's been certainly games where someone's playing for the first time and asking, "Does a flush beat a straight? Hell yeah. What's a flush again?" And they win. So I mean, it's not. Right. I mean, uh, and there's money games and non money. I mean, there's they're all non money games, of course. But the money games are a, a, a crisp $5 buy-in. So uh, come at me, FBI. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, that's Walmart, we got him, dude. guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, cool. Well, thank you for that invite, Kevin. Of course we'll take yeah. you up on that because we're all in hell and we need to have a great time, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> all right, well, thank you, Kevin. And Thanks we'll again, see guys. you guys next time on the Valley Cast. Bye-bye, Bye. everybody.